Hello and welcome to Words with Way, episode eight, a new podcast about all things Fairfield and beyond. I'm your host, Bill Way, communications manager for the city of Fairfield. And our word of the day is POW. More specifically, the Fairfield Police Activities League. The POW program offers Fairfield, Sassoon, and Travis teens a safe place to grow, learn, and build the skills they need today and in the future. The next word of the day is funny, which coincidentally rhymes with money. POW doesn't run entirely on its good looks. It takes partnerships, volunteering, dedicated staff, and support from the community. Financial support, that is. And that's why we're here today. Joining me is PAL coordinator, Heather Sanderson. Hello, Hello, Heather. Hi. Thank you for joining us. And a very special guest, one of the freshest and funniest comedians around today, Joey Medina. Thank you, Joey, for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate you both being here. I'm sure our listeners are wondering why I have the PAL coordinator and a comedian teamed up. We'll find out soon enough. Heather, give me a little quick history about the PAL program and what your role is. Okay, so what's exciting to when we talk about PAL is that actually in the city of Fairfield, there has actually been a police activities league since the 70s. Oh. Uh, I'm obviously far too young to have been involved in it then, <laughs> um, but, but it's been here for a long time and it had a variety of different ways that the officers and young people were interacting in the community. Mm-hmm. And then... When Matt Garcia was on the city council, that was one of his priorities is that there be a teen center program available for young people. Right. And so he sort of took a leadership role, brought a bunch of people in, worked with a lot of officers, and sort of talked about what would work in Fairfield. The beauty of a PAL is that it has some framework that comes from the national and the state charters, Mm -hmm. but ultimately we're really able to look at and see what our community needs. And so for us, looking at and talking to people and doing a needs assessment, the decision was made that we really would focus on 13 to 18-year-olds. There's never enough things for kids to do in general, but that that seemed to be a real hole and a gap that we could fill. So we started over at 250 Travis Boulevard, which was right next to Grocery Outlet, reopening with a building in 2009. And we were really fortunate that two things happened right away. We had some really fun police officers that joined in and really understood the value of a program like that. And then young people in the community really showed up. They participated, they took a leadership role. They were involved in all the aspects of the program. Some people don't understand, like, you know, 80 kids a day, six hours a day make a huge mess. And when we were at the original PAL Center, we had no janitorial. That was all done by students who came in to play basketball and do a variety of different things. And so we so it was kind of a sweat equity. Sweat. You're, if you're here, you're going to come in clean too. Yeah. We were really fortunate that they sort of came in and helped us look at what we needed to be and more importantly, what we could be. Because one of the things that was happening early on is everybody was talking about how important it was to have a place for kids to go to keep them off the streets, whatever mm-hmm that means. And the reality is, is that the kids that we get to work with are so awesome and they have so many amazing talents Uh and so many rich history and and qualities and things to do. They just don't always have the best place to go in and show those off. So being able to have a center instead of just the program, the center was great. It was kind of a central place for kids to go. And I love the tagline that you have when youth have a place to go, they go places. So that's, I I love that. And and working with you guys over the years, that's always stuck with me. Now, Joey, I want to get some history on you. I see that reading up on you, you're a a former boxer and police officer. Yeah. So it's uh, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Um, So where does, where does, where does pal touch your heart? 
Well, you know, the funny thing is, as an amateur, I boxed at a bunch of PAL boxing clubs. And PAL, especially in the East Coast, boxing was huge. I don't know how it is now, but, you know, when I was growing up, boxing was a huge thing because there were a lot of kids who really needed to get discipline and, and to learn stuff. And going to the PAL was one of the biggest things. So uh-huh. so it's always been part of my life. I've always had a lot of love for the Police Athletic League. And, and I just, you know, they do so many good things. and they don't get enough credit. Right, right. Just give a little bit of your story. Where'd you grow up? Where are you from? I grew up in New York City. I grew up in the South Bronx, New York. I grew up without a dad. So boxing was kind of my surrogate father. You know, it just kind of raised me, kind of kept me on the straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, when you're a boxer, you know, you really can't drink, you can't do drugs, you don't hang out with a lot of other people because, you know, it's an individual sport. Yeah. And at 19 years old, I moved from New York City and I moved to Tucson, Arizona, where I had an uncle who had a friend who was a boxing promoter, a friend who was a boxing manager. So I ended up moving there to become a professional boxer, which I did, and I became the Arizona lightweight champion. Oh, wow. Yeah, I fought for the NABF title, and I, I did really well. And then, you know, I got into law enforcement, but comedy was always something a fantasy i always wanted to do and i got into comedy and never turned back but i love it so now that we're marrying comedy and you know fundraising and youth (laughs) together jump in heather tell me about this event there's going to be a fundraiser of course we've talked about how we need financial support to run a program so robust tell us about the event coming up featuring joey medina so we're super excited about that. You know, we want to put the fun in fundraising. Um, <laughs> I think I'm funny, but as the kids will tell you, I'm probably not. Um, so we're really excited about having someone who really is funny joining us. And so it's on Saturday, August 27th. It'll be at the Downtown Theater, which is the perfect venue. There's all those great restaurants down there. Yes, you just walk yes. right over and enjoy a night of stand-up comedy and not have to battle the bridges or any of that stuff. And tickets are $54 a person. There are some tickets available, and you can get them at the downtowntheater.com. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Now, Joey, are you going to have any other comics with you, or mainly you? I think there are two other comics on the show, but, you know, nobody cares about that. I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I think there are two other comics on the show. I think David Liu is hosting, and he's he's a great comedian, one of the funniest guys I know. It's going to be a really fun night. It's going to be worth every penny. You're, you're helping pal. You're helping kids. And what better excuse do you need to have a great time than knowing you're going to help some kids? It's a win-win for everyone. Exactly. And we get some laughs in there. And, and who doesn't love to laugh? Speaking of the fundraising, Heather, you guys have gone through some changes in the last couple of years. Tell us about you know why you need financial support. Well, we, we need it because the more money we get, the better things we can do for our young people. And that's the, the bottom line. But yeah. what's really cool for us right now is we started off on 250 Travis Boulevard, which was the old 24-hour fitness. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing and brilliant. It had the best gym and our boxing area was was really perfect. But we didn't have a lot of classroom space. We didn't have a place to cook. Right, it right. Wasn't, wasn't ideal. And so through the collaborative with the school district, we moved over to the Sullivan Youth Complex for a little while. But as times changed, it was necessary to turn that back into a school. So we were on the look for a really new home, and we wanted to make sure that it gave us an opportunity to build on what we've learned from our past two locations, right? You should be smarter yes. now. We've, we've had two. Exactly. So we were looking around, and Captain Marshall, who's our PAL board president, worked with a lot of different people. And 
where we landed is really exciting for those of us that were born and raised or, or grew up in Fairfield because we uh-huh. officially took the keys on June 1st for June 1st. June 1st <laughs> for what used to be, and traditionally for those of us that grew up in Fairfield, the um, roller rink, the Skateland roller rink, uh-huh. which is really cool. It's so fun. We we had yesterday, we had some volunteers come in and you watch those of us that grew up here, they you walk in and it just brings back all those positive memories of recreating as a young person. And we're going to be able to bring back roller skating to our community. Roller skating is a really important thing. We've been doing it for a while anyways, but it's really cool because it hits all the boxes. Mm-hmm. It plays music, gives kids a chance to do fun things. We can make games out of it. But it's also really important because it's healthy. They get yes. cardio exercise in a supervised, safe environment. And we're really looking forward to because if you followed us, our skate nights have been parking lots. They've been outside. And so we haven't had walls. Right. Adjust, but adjusting to COVID, that was such a great idea. We, we had restaurants going to outdoor dining. You guys went to outdoor skating. Outdoor skating, yeah. Which was great with a, for a lot of reasons, but it didn't have walls. And because we don't have a skating rink at the time, you know, when I grew up, I lived here. And so everybody had been skating. So we knew how to skate. We had a lot of kids that didn't. And there wasn't a wall to hold on to. There was oh. just the floor. <laughs> um, and so that's when we really learned about grit and determination and how so many of the kids that we get to serve just don't give up. They'll keep going until they get it. But we're really excited about the new location. The location is fantastic. It puts us right back on. Those of us that live here are really familiar. It puts us right back on a main street. There are four or five of the high schools, our target schools, yes. can, can walk right to us. It's a straight path. There's not a whole lot of places to get lost on the way. So we're really excited about that. The only thing that's less than optimal is that the building was built in 1967. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's there's some code issues and, and quite a bit of work that needs to be done. There'd be quite a bit of work that would need to be done no matter what, because we really want to make sure when we have this location that when people look at it, it sends a message about how important we believe the young people in our community are yes, and yes. their potential. And so we want them to walk in and feel like it's not just a space for them, but that we've put some thought and some elbow grease into it and, and they feel good being there. We did some needs assessments over the summer, and that's one of the things we heard from young people is how important clean spaces are and things that work are for them. And so mm-hmm. we got the location and the PAL board is made up of some amazing adult volunteers and they just put so much work into sort of making things happen but you know we're looking at a million dollars worth of upgrades which yeah, is yeah a million dollars is a lot of money and so we were you know nervous about it and they're doing this fundraiser and they're doing some different fundraisers and one of the things that happened most recently that has really just anchored us and made things we just know now we're really going to be able to do it is Lowe's picked us as one of their Lowe's Hometown 100, and they are putting $300,000 into the facility. And so we are going to have ADA bathrooms now, thanks to Lowe's. They're dealing with some of the permit things that were going to be pretty expensive with remodeling a building, but those bathrooms are crucial for us. And then they're also going to help us put in a basketball court, which we are over the moon about because those of us that have been at PAL, you know, we started in 2019, we've had two locations, but two things have always been the same for us. There has always been cooking and basketball at PAL. Five days a week, if we're open, somebody's bouncing a basketball, the boxing classes are going and the cooking is going, but those are really important for us. So Lowe's is coming on board and helping with that. They're going to do a red shirt day for us, which is a day where they bring in a lot of their associates and they're going to help us paint the walls. Nice, So it looks nice. good. And so we're just really fortunate. It's 
the kids are fantastic and we have some really dedicated volunteers and, and staff, mm-hmm. but really it's the partnerships in our community. Every time we've not known what to do or we've been struggling to figure out a better way to serve our students in our community, somebody's come in and been able to sort of provide that little bit of oomph to help us. And so Lowe's, that's a big one for us, but it's making a big deal. Well, let's bring you a third of the way there. Heck right yeah. There. Yeah, that's yeah and so many of the folks from Lowe's, you know, we met with them yesterday and they're just able to provide advice and suggestions. It's been really helpful for us. We're That's just so excited. Well, this is good. And letting people know that some of the money's been put in place, but we need more. So mm-hmm. that's where you come in. That's where Joey comes in. So Joey, with this fundraiser comedy showcase, so what can people expect when they come to your show? Well, even though it's a fundraiser, it's going to be you know an adult show, regular comedy show. It's going to be great. I'm working on a new comedy special. So you guys will be hearing it for the first time. It's going to be pretty epic and extremely funny. Oh, nice. So have you been testing out some of this material at other clubs? Or what's your practice? Do you usually go to different clubs and try out new material? Yeah, you try different stuff. It's kind of like going to the gym. You know, you work out on different things. You try this, you try that. I'm the kind of guy that I like writing on stage a lot. I'll come up with an idea in my head, and I'll just try it out on stage, and I'll let it come out organically, and mm-hmm. and it's, it's always the best. So to show Fairfield that people are going to hear all the new stuff, maybe some old stuff that people love still. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a really good show. Again, it's a win-win situation. You're helping out your community. You're helping out children. And you're, you're going to leave that night feeling good about yourself and feeling happy because you laughed your butt off. You know, it's going to be a wonderful experience for everyone. I love it. I love it. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we will continue on with Heather Sanderson and Joey Medina. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Meet Archie. Fairfield now has an automated website chat assistant to help you. With Archie, you can easily connect to find answers to your questions, submit a service request, or send a message to city staff. To start a conversation, please visit our website at fairfield.ca.gov and click on the chat icon. With Archie, it's that simple. At the City of Fairfield, we want to stay connected with you. And welcome back to Words With Way. I'm going to come back real quick with a fun fact. We always have a fun fact on Words With Way. The proverb, laughter is the best medicine, implies that laughter is the best way to recover from an illness or depression or sadness. Medicine in the proverb means a curing ability like commercial medicines for a specific ailment or disease. Unlike the medicines that treat a specific disease, laughter, on the other hand, is useful for treating physical as well as psychological health. I like that phrase as well. You know, sometimes I'm like, you, you got to keep laughing or you're going to cry. Or, <laughs> or, exactly. But I always have a goal to laugh at least once every day. You, you got to laugh. You know, it's funny. I'm a grown man, but I don't take anything serious anymore. I mean, comedians find the humor in everything. You know, people say there's certain <laughs> topics you can't talk about. Right, that's right. not true. You just have to make sure it's funny. That's all it is. It can be, <laughs> as long as it's funny, you can talk about it. If it's not funny, then yeah, you definitely don't want to talk about something that's touchy. But even though now we're in a weird part where people are getting offended now about everything, I think that really hasn't affected comedy as much. Uh And I think when it does, when somebody complains about a comedian or something like that, I think the rest of the normal world looks at it and goes, yeah, that's stupid. That's a (laughs) a dumb complaint. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, like, my shows are always uncensored. But but I read the crowd. You know, I read... Oh, yeah, you read the room? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's very simple. It's like being in a conversation with anyone else. Like, if I go to a party with a bunch of my friends, 
you know, the language is going to be a little different, but the conversation is going to be kind of the same. Uh-huh. If, if I go to a party and my friend's parents are there, the conversation will be a little different. There's certain things I probably wouldn't say because <laughs> I read the room and, and it's exactly, you know, I've been doing stand up for, for a million years, so it's, it's easy for me to read the room. No, no, exactly. What determines a successful set or a performance for you? When everyone is in sync, you know, audiences really do have their own personality. Before even the show starts, I listen to see if there's a lot of chatter, there's energy in the room, and then I can tell. If the room is packed and it's quiet, that's not a good sign. Right. (laughs) Um, So if the energy is great and they're laughing at everything and we're just going back and forth and we're both giving each other energy, Uh then, then it's always a great show. When that doesn't happen, then it feels like work. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of feed off each other. Yes. Yeah. And Heather, do you have those moments like working? Because you've been working with Pal since, I mean, I've known you since the 90s. It's not possible since I'm only 22. Oh, since you were only 22. Thanks. That's yeah. right. <laughs> You're confusing me with someone else. <laughs> but do you have those moments of gratification? Yeah, because Fatima is out as we speak right now doing a lot of hard work. So there is a a ton of hard work that goes into it. But there's so many things that make it really, you just feel like, okay, this is working. So I get to work the front desk most days. And so I'm the first person that people see, the last person they see, I'm up at the front desk. And one of the things I love about that is when a parent comes in to pick up their kid. And usually it's a good sign when we go and say, hey, your mom's here and it takes them a minute to disengage from whatever they're doing, right? And even though parents don't always dig that, it it, it sends a good message to us. Because they're having fun. They're having fun and they're engaged in something and they're feeling good about what they're doing and all of those things. But the real thing that sort of sticks with you is when the parent starts to get mad and they're not mad that they're waiting. They're mad that this program didn't exist for them when they were 14. And even though the first time someone did, like, this person is mad at me. And so it's kind of a weird thing. But you really start to realize is what they're saying is, how important it is for their young person and they've connected with it right away. And so mm-hmm. we teach a lot of things and whether it's the Alive and Free or the Chill and Spill or Girl Circle and you're trying to give them information and you're always trying to figure out what's the best way to deliver it so that it hits with them. Yeah. And every once in a while, you'll get a text message from a kid that says, I finally understand what it means when a friend will never lead me to danger or when you said this or you said that. And those moments, you know, okay, this is what we need to keep doing. Mm-hmm. We have to do more of it because it's working. Because you're making an impact yeah, and you're making a difference. And yeah. you're helping them grow into who they're supposed to be. And that's really an awesome thing to be around. Oh, that's great. What was the inspiration to do a comedy showcase for a fundraiser? I mean, a lot of times it's like, hey, we're having spaghetti feed or, hey, we're going to do a car wash. What brought up a comedy show? So we have a board member, Officer Beckwith, and I believe he's seen Joey perform before. And oh, I nice. know hit with him. You, you got know, fans out there, Joey. Exactly. That he was an officer <laughs> and then a boxer. But yeah, it was one of the things. So the board's just working really hard to come up with something. And Officer Beckwith really wanted something that was a little different, right? We don't want to yeah. keep doing what other people are doing. There are other really important programs raising funds. And so wanted to come up with something that was new. But also everything that we try to do is about building community. We all live here. Yes. Like, board members and all of us. And we never do anything for adults. And so even though we're doing this as a fundraiser, it is really important to give people a fun chance to go out and hang out with their friends and not have to fight the traffic of driving into the city and, you know, being able to have a nice time. And so we wanted to do something that sort of allowed us to do yes. something. And nice having it in downtown is great too, right in the heart of Fairfield. And Fairfield used to be kind of a, a little comedy central down there because of Pepper, Pepper Belly. Belly. So it's kind of bringing it back. Let's mm-hmm. revive the comedy scene here. And right. maybe Joey can bring a lot of his cohorts into the area too. And you guys could maintain this kind of mm-hmm. you know pattern of shows. Absolutely. 
So once again, give me some ticket information, the website, and the ticket prices again. So the event's on Saturday, August 27th, and the doors are going to open at 7. The show starts at 8. Plenty of time to go hit a nice restaurant. And you can get tickets at the downtowntheater.com. It's a super easy website, and they're $54 per person. And you can get them in whatever groupings you would like. It's a really easy website to work. And again, it's August 27th at the downtowntheater.com. Right there, right in the heart of Fairfield. And Joe, as you mentioned, you were saying it is a fundraiser, but it's show first. It's a show that just happens to be raising money for PAL. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a top-of-the-line comedy show. So you guys are really going to enjoy the show. It's great. I love Fairfield. I, you know, at Pepper Bellies, I performed there. I headlined there many, many times. Oh, nice. And, and I always love the town. And the audiences in Fairfield are freaking great. You know, I love them. So I can't wait to go back. I'm very excited. Oh, we're happy to have you. All right, before we leave, I've got a, like, it's a little pop quiz, a words with way pop quiz. So you guys jump in, whatever. Favorite comedy film? Mm, History of the World, part one, Mel Brooks. <laughs> okay. I went old school there. Yeah, you did. That was. <laughs> well, since you're the funny guy, I'm going to follow your lead. You know what m- and always makes me laugh is Auntie Mame. Okay. Auntie Mame. Yeah. Auntie Mame. It's a woman with a lot of jewelry who seems to always be making a lot of mistakes. I, I identify, I think. I'm going to go with Fletch. I was a big <laughs> Fletch fan. Chevy Chase. Fletch. Oh, wow. So you're the guy. You're the fan. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy. <laughs> you're that guy. <laughs> well, I could get current. I could say, like, Napoleon Dynamite or something. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's current. I don't think yeah, that's, that's current. Is that not current? No, no as a not. 22-year-old, I oh, would know yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. But Napoleon Dynamite, yeah, was one of the funniest movies. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> Such a great movie. All right. Favorite dish, meal, or snack from your childhood? For me, I would have to say government cheese, man. I'm old school. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> government hey, that made, cheese that made, is the best. That made, it came in a big old block? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, growing up in the South Bronx, we got that government cheese. It was great. It was like, hey, it's Christmas, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the big box of cheese. It made a mean grilled cheese, I'll tell you. Oh, I know. And it was hard to melt, man. It was like industrial or something. I don't know. It was, it was, it was like trying to get Sunny D cold. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How about you, Heather? So don't tell my mom, but my grandma's goulash is... Oh, goulash. My... Oh, you went to the goulash. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, man. I was thinking more of a Charleston chew. That was like my favorite uh, candy bar or a snack How old growing are up. Oh, yeah. I remember, that. <laughs> remember the Charleston chew? No. <laughs> oh, that, that's right, because you're 22. Because I'm 22, I don't know. Is that, no, is that really a candy? Yeah, it was a big, it was like a chewy chocolate bar. It was a Charleston like a chew. Toblerone? Yeah, no, it, well, kind of. It was, it was just a long chocolate bar. Okay, spam. Spam was one of my favorites growing up. I, oh, that was my dad's. Yeah, my dad dug that too. <laughs> yeah, you know, funny spam is huge in Hawaii. Like everybody still like they. Oh like, you yeah. Can, there are vending machines that sell spam in Hawaii. It's crazy. <laughs> Lots of flavors too, which is crazy. All right, favorite dad joke. Mine was real simple. Drum down. How do you make a tissue dance? How? Put a little boogie in it. That's, that's, what, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, I'll leave it to the pros. Leave it to the experts. Leave it to the experts. I will say it takes guts to be an organ donor. Hey, there we go. A perfect close. I like that. <laughs> you know what's funny? I write bad, uh, bad jokes. You write, did you say uh, bad jokes or dad jokes? No, no, both. Um, <laughs> I 
was disqualified because he wore a camouflage outfit. Apparently, he could run, but he can't hide. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, people. Come on. These are the free ones. The free, these are the, the free, free jokes. <laughs> Hey, I want, to, I want to thank you both, Joey and Heather, joining me today on Words Will Weigh. We're looking forward to August 27th. So for more information to purchase tickets for the Pal Comedy Showcase happening August 27th, visit the Downtown Theater at downtowntheater.com. And, of course, for more information about the Pal program, visit our website at fairfield.ca.gov PAL or follow them on Facebook. Of course, you can stay up to date on all things Fairfield at fairfield.ca.gov. And our last word of the day is subscribe. Subscribe, rate, and review. So thanks for listening to Words with Way. Be safe, and we'll see you next time. 